finale. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? The finale. Finale. The show's over, but the show ain't over. Nope. After party, after the party. <laughs> Franklin ain't dead. He lived another year. Also yeah. ain't dead. He lived another year. A lot of people ain't dead. They lived another year. Yeah. Let's talk about it. It's a Coach Podcast recap show. We've been doing this the whole season. Coach Terrence Robinson and myself. We're about to give y'all an overview, or excuse me, the recap of the finale of Snowfall, the FX series, season five wrap-up show. Let's talk about it, man. Kick us out, see. I'm I'm firing up a candle over here. Oh, man, it's just... I liked it, but then I felt like it left a lot of clear, it left a lot of uh, clear hangers. I'm acting like these freaking cliffhangers, man. Cliffhangers. No, no, trust me. I ain't, you already know I'm not over there. You know, I'm not over there. <laughs> they, they didn't believe about the about the things getting spiked or dosed or however you want to say it. But you say, yeah, a lot of people uh, live, but one of our boys ain't live. Uh, Harvey, Harvey bit the dust. Bang bang! Yeah. Shot me down. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dope game, man. Everybody can't live in a dope game. Nah. In my recliner, nice. toasted up, got a cigar, and I'm ready, man. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. No. Wow, man. Well, great season. I'm just put it out there, man. At the end of the year, I mean, at the end of the day. Any cinema photography that's captured of uh, of the people, no matter what, tragic, positive, negative, uh, is worth it at the end of the day because we are getting the opportunity to tell the story in the light that we saw it in, um, even if the writers ain't us. But the actors that portrayed it did an excellent job. Uh, Damon. Definitely, Damon Idris, the lead, Franklin, heck of a job. Leon, definitely, heck of a job, man. And salute to everyone else in there as we talk about the finale. So where do we start? Uh, Where do we start? Well, I mean, hey, man, black love. I'm going to kick it off with your (laughs) sex thing. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah. Some, they come on with very neat and you know with a full with a full close up, you know. That's right, they, man. They had, uh, that, uh, they had that climax together. That's right. Shout out to R. Kelly, man. You know what I'm saying? Same time. <laughs> you know, they was doing their thing over there, man. R. Kelly. I know he was he hit his music hadn't hit the wave at that point in eighty six, but I know a lot of uh, I'm reminded of uh, uh, Bump and Grind and all that good stuff that you can play during that time. But, I mean, you know, we had Freddie Jackson and all those other wonderful plays. I definitely would like to say that I really enjoyed the placement of the music 
um, and certain scenery on this. Uh, but sex scene, as she said, man, we came at the same time, some unicorn stuff, and uh, it ain't easy to do. <laughs> it's no. good to see that they're still continuing to enjoy one another, although uh, the 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 story of the baby kind of kind of uh died down as the season went on. We saw her ten weeks pregnant. Uh who knows what the timeline has passed since she went to the doctor with with Franklin. But that baby really is an undertone more so than a thing as they were wrapping up the season. But shout out to Veronique. She 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 was able to uh turn a stone in this situation and some of her hesitance that she had about being involved with Franklin, um, that reservation that she had and shown in the past definitely went away where she really became a ride or die uh, in this particular episode, um, just helping or trying her best to help him cope as he started to experience a lot of shock, a lot of change, you know, at the hands of the undermining Teddy McDonald, the former CIA agent who um, Franklin has continued to partner with over the entire series as his plug. Yes, sir. What you got, T? Yeah, I love the music, uh, especially towards the end of the show and to close out the show. You know, we we got. You know, I was gonna I was gonna wait for you to do the recap, but basically, man, you got some of the you got some of that Miami Vice, Phil Collins in the air in the air tonight. Uh, we got this straight out of company to close it out. So I'm, I'm glad they starting to do that. I hope they they include more of the music during the moments in the background moving forward. Um, like I said, that's that's the kind of music I like when you get back to like the Karate Kid. Him on the beach with the crew, some in the background, or or like while he training, you know, you had the different songs to help you also just reminisce, bring us back. But yeah, we we tapping into you know when we're eight, nine, ten, eleven years old right now, eighty six. Mm-hmm. So and you got a lot of memories, a lot of strong memories of different things you were doing, and you know a lot of different events that you can actually recall, you know, at that time. Mm-hmm. So it goes down like this, man. Franklin. I thought he had everything under control. Took the high road and said he was out of there, man. Yeah. Gave Teddy gave Teddy the uh the indication that he was gonna let things transfer over to Louie and let her run the show. Oh, I mean shit. he did that. He did that. You know he was a, he was he was an honorable man. He did that, but what happens at the end of the day? Teddy just couldn't leave well enough alone. Um, it's just one of those things where when you tie in with people who have an upper hand on you, they're gonna push you. They're gonna push your buttons. And yeah. that's what Teddy's doing with Franklin. You know, he, he said he was out. He was good. 
He didn't want to smoke. He was ready to focus on his child and his girlfriend relationship. And uh, he even proposed to her after the, the intimate scene at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, well, you, excuse me. They even, both say, they even both say, like, man, I feel like a weight is lifted, you know. We should get married. Um, you know, feel like a weight off my shoulder. And she said, yeah, I had a dream that you out, you know. Now we ain't got to worry about all that stuff. We we can have legitimate move, business and move forward. And, and he says, you know, like I made many bad decisions, but as long as I got you, I know I, you know, I at least made one good one. It's all taking me back to history and in wow. a historical sense and the way that um, <laughs> the Romans came in pushing Christianity. Join us or die, you know. And here we go with Teddy. It's either you on this ship or all of y'all going to burn. And um, we saw he started to take Franklin through the walls. He was able to manipulate the financial situation that uh, Franklin had put together where he had his assets in order and uh, looking at a clean exit to just move on with his life. He emptied out the bank accounts. And even in the meeting with the other agent that's still with the CIA, said, I'm about to give you all $73 million. And uh person can't even come back for it. Nope. Can't claim it. Can't claim it at all in the fault lines. And Veronique, uh, interesting, interesting piece of the puzzle. But she went through, as Franklin was going through his frustrations, his manic frustrations of uh, losing everything financially and feeling less than a man and inadequate because he had a vision that he wanted to uh, live out with her, make sure that they were safe, they were financially secure. And all of that was just stripped away from him overnight. He, he right. reached out to Teddy, trying to make it, you know, tried to broker peace, even in that process. And Teddy was still playing the mind games with him. And it's just like anything else, like I said, with the Romans, join us or die or... I mean, with the Indians, you know, and the pilgrims when they came here and the colonialism where it's always the other people having to adapt to the white man's way, you know, as and, and having them having the ruling thumb and the upper hand on everyone else. And if you don't do it the way that they want you to do it, ultimately, they wipe you out. And they showed how they could take him out financially um, before he even had to lay a finger on him. You know, and some words were exchanged over the phone once he was finally able to get in contact with Teddy and in and, and, and a very calculated manner. You know, Teddy tried to play unsuspecting. I have no idea what you're talking about. Franklin ain't with the chess games. And then that emotion set in. That true spirit man of who he is, you know, as as a as a as a whatever you want to call us, an Aboriginal, you know, Indigenous man. But 
one thing you don't do. You don't mess with our food, you don't mess with our women, and you don't mess with our money. And Franklin definitely responded in that instance where he was saying, hey, yo, I'm coming for you. I'm literally losing my mind. I'm going to spend every day on earth coming for you at this point. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can't say it any better. But uh, just just go ahead and and get after it, man. You got you got the KGB. They got Harvey in the trunk next to a dead body. You know, right after that scene when he get off the phone with Teddy. You know, you got also also kids running around. They broke the light, and then when they broke the light, they found a, a, a track or a listening device. You know, so now they got to make some decisions. Uh, it's kind of the same way as, as uh, Franklin found when Teddy was listening in with Oso when they bugged him, you know. And you kind of see that Oso like, damn, like Teddy, Teddy definitely done set me up or somebody else done set me up. You know, I don't know what's going on. You know, you got Jerome, Jerome and Lou on the honeymoon, you know, having a good time, some more black love. And they say, yeah, you know, we're going to even get us a white maid that's also a cook. And they, and Jerome's like, nah, because I want, I want, I want, uh, I want sweet potato pie. I want no pumpkin pie, you know. So <laughs> <I like> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, and Teddy, then all of a sudden, Teddy started paging Louie, you know, and let her know, like, hey, your boy Franklin, he out of here. Franklin said he out. So you see Jerome with a look on his face like, wow, you know, maybe that's something we could do. You know, no animosity, none of this. But then you see Jerome say, nah, let's go ahead keep making his money. Send Franklin out, you know. Uh, yeah. Then we go to one. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I mean, again, everybody, we enjoying the finale, recapping the finale of uh, – Snowfall and Fault Lines is the episode that we own. Go ahead, my brother. Yeah. So I just wanted to just go quick over everything that happened and then go back to my feelings. But uh, in the finale, man, we got Fault Lines. I really thought they should have called it Aftershocks. That's what I was naming it. That's what I would have called it. But, yeah, you maybe... You know, moving forward, we'll see why they named that. But yeah, I would have called that thing aftershocks. That, it seemed like a lot of little earthquakes are going off. <laughs> but I guess they yeah, wanted man. to see, hey, you draw the different lines. You know, basically, people got to see where they stand, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's real. That's real, man. It's, it's, I mean, the fault lines I'm looking at it as what, what brought fault? You know, because you hear Franklin uh, in his in his in his rage once he's uh, contacts Louis after everything right. starts to snowball for him. He say he need a meeting. He get out there with Louis and basically give her the rundown. You know, all this shit wouldn't be happening if you had done X, Y, and Z. And Louis right. like, oh well, it's my effort's fault. Nah, it's my turn to step up like a big dog. And this is what I want to do. I want to take a chance. So, you know well, what I mean? That's you. 
And but 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 going back to that wedding, just like he he apologized and he said I should have treated you like a partner, you know, and not like this. So even even Teddy tells him later on, well, if you if you want to stay in, man, just go ahead. You know, like I'm not gonna deal with you no more. Just buy some bricks from Lewis. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna deal with you no more. Go get your bricks from Lewis. So basically, Franklin, like, look, I need you. You know, basically trying to say just like how you're talking to Teddy. Like we did some things on a human level. You know, like, hey, I done been there for you. Like now, I need you to be there for me. And basically, Louis ain't trying to hit that. Louis, like, hey, you got to get it how you live. True, true, but I mean that's that, that's that, that's that uh, conflict that was brought up in the previous week, where they were saying, "Well, you gonna put family against family?" I mean, right. you know, ain't no good thing comes out of that. At the end of the day, not you know, at all. It's, not, it's nothing but a family feud at the end of the day, and um, I don't agree with none of it. You know, I, again, it, it, we, bro, I'm about to be talking in a very primitive state right now, but the white man <laughs> is, is, basically, is basically treating the brown man like trash yet again, despite the brown man going through the process and showing him loyalty for so much time, you know, uh, generating all this money. Obviously, you were able to confiscate over $73 million from this man, so uh, the partnership was good on both sides. No matter who was doing the legwork at the end of the day, you know, um, in the words of Nipsey Hussle, since they out of, out of the West Coast last time that I checked, ain't no boss man flip dope at, at on the front line. So it's always going to be runners. You know, Louis was seconding, well, really, really the the main runner, as as he stated. You know, you was, you was flipping 90% of the dope. Um, and And that's cool. But it, it goes back to what I know about running the business. At the end of the day, everybody's not designed to be a boss. Sometimes no. you you are who you are. You the steady Eddie. You the you the you the second in command. Whatever you good at, that's what you should. That's the lane you should stay in, and just make the horse work in that particular situation. And that that is. That is illustrated even through um, uh, a Leon having his desire to move on past the game. He's trying to explain the game and the transition that's about to happen from a political standpoint to his crew that was moving the dope. They didn't understand that. It was speaking over their head. But ultimately, his second-in-command said, well, if you out, I'm in control. And yep. then... It just turns into debauchery as soon as he takes over. He's sitting outside playing dominoes, firing rounds in the air, and if you got a concealed weapon, you know, even if you got open to carry, if you if you file that, that paperwork and you know from a state perspective, you know first and foremost that you can't just discharge rounds openly in public like that. So you right. drawing heat just from just from the recklessness of uh, wanting to be the man now. You want to do it your way. You want to showboat with it. And, uh, you know, Kanye West, man, it all falls down. 
as soon as as soon as the shift happens, as soon as the next in command comes in and takes over, what do we have? We have total total chaos in the circle of Louis. We have total chaos in the circle of Leon. Uh Javi, like you say, man, he's been intercepted uh by the KGB. The mother is coming back and trying to play her hand at the situation to try to help clean up the mess. It's so much turmoil right now, and it was set off. Here we go, fault lines. It was That wedding set a lot of this stuff in motion because everybody got in their feelings. People want to go a certain way. They want their elevator to go up, and this is coming off of them actually uh, escaping the lion <laughs> the uh, yeah. uh, the boys in the hood situation with the Vatos and that gang and all of that stuff culminating to where you as you as you as you uh, you know reflect back on the on the whole story as it's being told or played out. Huh. At the end of the day, man, it's nothing more than what it what it's supposed to be. A society always fall from within, and this is a this is a drug empire. When Louis came back on the scene, she said it: "This ain't gonna last. This is gonna go down." And her words is coming to life right now because the internal process of it is nobody kills us faster than us because we are not going to go and attack the outside enemy. We gonna turn our our, our we gonna turn on our own and make us the enemy, and the hunt hit the prey whatever you whatever label you want to put on it, and that's what's happening with this whole botched murder of Kane, the turning of Franklin, Leon trying to leave, so many sub stories happening within the story. Yeah, you touched on quite a few points, man. Just like. Just like you say, it's a lot of people who in the workplaces that we go to or different um different things we see, different companies we come across, um, where, you know, they don't understand basically basic supply and demand. Let's just say that. Right. Yeah. They don't understand uh the barriers of entry to start the business. So you know, you got a lot of pop-up businesses. You got a lot of things that are established. Uh, you know, you got some places where, with a hard place. You got places that have a movable business. But basically, you know, you got to know what your barriers of entry are. You got to know who your competitors are. You know, you got to know your target markets. And, you know, basically that goes along even in the dope game, whatever. Business is business. So, you know, you got to know things on a, on a, on a, on a macroeconomic, and you got to know them on a micro. And see, Louis definitely doesn't have the understanding that Franklin has. You know, Franklin sees it from everywhere. Franklin sees the negative and the positive. Basically, Louis, man, Louis just basically got her respect. You know, she she, she got made, uh, quote unquote, uh, uh, you know, she got married now. Uh, so, you know, she's not just someone's girlfriend. She's not just whatever. And she always goes through her history, you know, every time something goes on. Like, hey, I was out in the street, just like when she was talking to Jerome. But you are, you know, you came to a place where 
you know, you respect me, you love me, you know, you treated me like this. You know, and Franklin told her, like, I always loved you. You know, like, we've been through our stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, you looked out for me, I looked out for you, we good. It's like all that went away after the wedding, you know. Because basically, Louis like, hey, I, I want to be the HNIC, like all the other stuff. Previous is irrelevant. Like, like as in, I'll help you, but you're going to have to fall in line. Like, you're not the leader no more. You know, just like Leon. Leon is basically the leader of the project. He's the leader of the hood. Now, the dude, you know, Leon was telling him, hey, look, midterms coming up. So they're not even thinking election. They're thinking midterms like as far as school. You know, they point to the smart boy. Oh, you know, yeah, don't, what you talking about, grades? Leon, like, no, like, Leon has educated himself. He's come a long way. That's why I say you have a lot of reversals. First, Leon, Franklin was showing him around, and, you know, he had not even been to the beach. He had not even been to the ocean. You know, you know what I mean? He never had been out of the hood. Later on, Leon is a book reader. Leon, Leon is gaining knowledge. So Leon is telling him, like, look, the midterm's coming up. Like, what you talking about, midterm? He's like, man, come on. I'm talking about elections. So now, if you, that one gram of rock is equal to 100 grams of powder. <laughs> yeah. If y'all get, get caught with that, they're taking y'all out of jail. So now we're starting to see, you got to think now, that was the Reagan years. Just say no. <laughs> the war on drugs. The war on drugs. Your, 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 boy, your boy, Mr. Biden. And some of the other people, that's when us black people, and it's right for you to use some of the language you used earlier, that's when some of these white people, hey, we were super predators. <laughs> 10, 20 likes. That's yeah. when all that's coming about. We talking 1986, baby. Right. Cocaine Cowboys. So basically, yeah. this is Cocaine Cowboys of the West Coast. Uh -huh. So now, one gram now, one gram, because... Cause they knew who dealt with rocks, you know. Certain certain aspect of people was powder. You know, they had powder parties. They weren't dealing with no rocks. But we talking mm -hmm. rocks. So now one gram, one gram of rocks is a hundred gram of pot, is a hundred is equal to a hundred grams of powder. Come on, man. What? That's that new math, huh? Big time. So, so Leon trying to educate them, like, look. It's law. It's different law now. To get your ass locked up. Mm -hmm. And if I was you, you like, Franklin, getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. So if you want to stay in this, you want to have to get your stuff from Jerome and Louis them. But I'm telling you, this is your time to go ahead and get a legitimate business, start a car dealership, go buy a house. Get your ass out of the game. Because if you get locked up or caught up, they're going to send your ass away. One way or the other, you're going to be in trouble. So he's looking at them with a great disgust. The guy shooting up in the air. they they shooting dice. they playing dominoes. Not giving a damn. Not worried about no consequences. So Leon is happy, but at the same time, he's disgusted. He's happy, though, because... Um, Wanda comes up like, look, look, I got my passport. So yeah, he's like, hey man, you know, let's get the fuck out of here. 
Ain't nothing, yeah. ain't nothing, else, ain't nothing else here for me now. Cause they want to go their certain way. I'm gonna let them do what they doing. It's, it's no saving them. Like it's time for us to go. You know, which you see, Wanda not educated because she didn't even understand leave of absence <laughs> later on. She, you know, Veronique's trying to explain to her what a leave of absence is. Go ahead. Yeah, man. But that's, I mean, that's, that's understandable. It's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people coming around the bell curve at this point in, in their life. These are young people that have had access to a lot. I mean, Franklin can be no more than 20, 20, 22, somewhere up in that range. And I mean, we're talking about $73 million. A man trying to maintain multiple real estate ventures. Uh, that you know, see, they put the six million dollars into. It, it's very intricate. Like it's kind of hard to kind of run down and skip past so much of the detail that's involved in the show. You know, a lot of people want to go for the bang bang shoot 'em up, but the storytelling aspect of it, well written show, contrary to what people want to say. Uh, a lot of people definitely say this is one of the better episodes of the series for the season, but it was very detail-oriented, man. So much information was laid out. If you're going to continue with the series where you got to think about this stuff, you got to follow it. So as they right. said in The Wire, oh, my God, got to keep referencing other shows, but that's how books are, man. Great books always reference other books at the end of the day because, uh, you know, nothing's new under the sun. But you know, as uh, uh, the guy on the wire, uh, he said, man, you got to follow the money, baby. And so now we got $73 million. Franklin already did his assessment. Uh, Veronique, Veronique, she gave him the breakdown in regards to running, and it was a line that stood out when he said, he said, so, so I'm broke. Wait, let me, let me make sure I get. I want to make sure I get the line right because I wrote it down. And right. This was a line. He said, "He said, so I'm not even broke. I'm in uh, debt. Right. I'm in I'm debt. debt. <laughs> I'm in debt. And no. so, as a business owner, you got to understand that. You know, if he's trying to stick in there, hanging there, and." and and play things out. They don't want to lose their six million dollars uh, that they put in for the commercial business or to erect a, com a commercial building. They don't want to lose that. They want to make sure they maintain the properties. But then something else is stated from Veronique, which is pretty interesting, and it's something that we already know. He said the properties that you own in South Central aren't really money-making because of the violence in the community. Right. right. And so these people know what they're doing, man. When they change communities or they allow they allow a population of people to come in, um, although they're the same color, man, as they always say, man, just because it's the same skin don't mean it's your kin, and that, that holds true. you got to have people that have the values you got to have people that understand certain things like you were acknowledging about Wanda, not understanding certain terminology in regards to her taking a leave of absence. So it's a it's an education drop-off, quote-unquote, for certain people living in communities 
where your neighbor definitely may not be a person that is of your caliber uh, or equally yoked to where they have the same financial earning situation. They may not have the same degree. Um, they may not have the same cleanliness habits where the upkeep, the management of the property is not going to be there. And so we've seen coming forward, that's when uh, certain communities have elected to put in homeowners association so that they can keep a certain standard in the community to make sure that the property values don't go south as much. Um, hopefully, your property should appreciate uh, organically, but that's not always the case. Sometimes you do need somebody to tell you, hey, man, y'all got to get that trash up, get some cars out this yard, uh, you know, different things of that nature. And uh, apparently South Central doesn't, or Franklin doesn't have that uh, stronghold on the management of his real estate as of yet. So here we go. Let's talk about this bang bang shoot 'em up, man. Start out with Javi. Javi, in a, Javi was in a bad place, but 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 was able to convince this this this, this KGB guy who's uh, entangled with Louie. I'm sorry, entangled with Sissy to, uh, you know, let him go in the event that he gave him some information, some intel to help his situation. Oof. Yeah. How he lived up to his words, man. But unfortunately, casualty of the war, man. At the end of the day, this thing too high level to let uh, – uh, 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 operative at this point because he's definitely not an asset since he killed him. To let your ops walk away, knowing that you're still out there, and he's from the Mossad, and he's uh, Mojave. That is, he served in the Mossad agency. He said that his home country turned his back on him, so he's a free agent. He ain't loyal to nobody. So at the end of the day, you let Javi walk. He coming back for your head at some point. Right. Well, that was a deep conversation. That was a deep conversation between those two. Um, I really, obviously we found out that Javi did a lot of talking to Teddy, and he basically chose Teddy. Uh, later on, he said he loyal to nobody, but that's kind of how you got to remember when Franklin went to go put some of his money uh, he was down there with Harvey in Panama. Uh, you know, basically, uh, Teddy was able to get his money out of Panama, out of the Caymans, some of the other places, to the mm-hmm. tune of seventy million dollars, man. Seventy yeah. million. So we see in the complica- uh, conversation with the KGB guy, we found that the KGB guy, um, parent, what or his father was from Russia, had spent some time in Cuba. And produced the Cuban, you know, he was a, he was a, uh, you see that he was a, uh, his father was a diplomat and his mother was a Cuban. So Harvey tells me, ah, they can't, they can't wait to see, to see uh, think they cause in you, you know. And we find out that Harvey, man, Harvey was a, uh, uh, Russian Jew, you know. So they kicked yep. him out of Israel, they kicked him out of Palestine. You know, so their roots, you know, that's why they show, you know, basically 
they, they crossed over a little bit, you know. So now we got we got some Russian Jews in Israel, and you know we got the guy's father was a Russian, you know, he was a diplomat. So mm-hmm. now, you know, he's like, look, he's like, I want you to promise me on your dead mom you won't let me walk out of here. And just to reference other movies, we that thing looked like Die Hard, man, where they got them all wet and had the little car batteries on the floor. They didn't show it all, but he said, hey, man, look, I'm going to have to torture you. You're going to give me what I need. So the reference of the movie, that thing looked like that hard now. They had the shoes off. <laughs> the oh, yeah. Said, He's doing, like, the different torture practices, even though they didn't show it in the movie. Like, you know, like, if you've seen Die Hard or you've seen some of these other movies, yeah, that way, you know, he had them doing the little water thing to him. You know, he had, he had been torturing, torturing uh. Harvey, man, but Harvey a soldier, man. Harvey ain't give him nothing. He had to go through all that paperwork. But one one key thing Harvey said, he said, man, look, I'm, finna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave the coals next to the next, next to the uh I'm not gonna leave the lunch coals next to the bar to the missus. Mm-hmm. Like you can look at all the files paperwork you want. You're not gonna understand. You're not gonna figure it out. You're like that's True. separate, man. So True. that's what, that's how our boy Franklin got in trouble. He had everything in the house. He thought his house was a fortress. You know, you notice Teddy kept on referencing that. That's why Teddy, everything was in one place for Teddy. Teddy went and got it. We see later on with Oso. Oso got his stuff, man, resting and clothes and everything. He he got it, man. Where he have it at? He got that thing in the middle of uh. <laughs> he got his old wrestling gear, everything, man, out there in store.
And I and I references I reference it as such again. It's the dope game. By it being a dope game, man, you got to think the worst case scenario to the to the best case scenario in all instances because ain't nobody playing from an honest perspective, man. You got to look at that thing from thirty thousand feet. And again, youngster, making some young poor decisions. Um, you know, like Louis said, you know, she know these mother suckers gonna string you along, keep you. You know, uh, uh, spoon feeding you and keeping you away from the table. She figured that out. Right. It's as far as dealing with men in the in the game. She yeah. said it best, and so people got to realize that. Franklin should have realized that. Leon has. Leon yeah. understand. Ain't no friends in this shit. Ain't no ain't no buddy buddies in this shit, man. Everybody for themselves is a dog eat dog world. So I need to find my way out. I need to start man I need my exit strategy because the ceiling is coming down. And I'm not trying to do time in this game. Quote unquote for the things that I've done. I've I've seen my best days mostly coming. And it's about to get real bad real soon. So instead of staying there waiting for the rapture to come and hit him, man, like, yo, man, let me go get some clarity. Let me travel. Let me enjoy this. You know, like I said before, like, we've seen the business side of this, but, you know, aside from the wedding aspect of it, they making all this money and ain't nobody having fun. That's what the real freeway Ricky Ross said as he uh, evaluated the way that the, the show was written. And that's true. It's always all business in every show. It's a whole detail-oriented scene after scene after scene, real after real on how the intricacies of the game was played. But... You know, well, you other gotta, uh, think back though, when Franklin and Oso was at the party, that's what the one guy was saying to him, the one that was dating his aunt. He stopped the party. And what did Teddy say? He get he getting messy, man. Yeah. You know, he's like, Remember Teddy was dressed up as the uh power, the power guy. He's like, Man, I must have missed one hell of a party. Yep. So you gotta remember now, that's the guy that he took out. See? Also, and frankly, no. Hey, if I get messy, man, that's how you get killed. Well, yeah, but I'm not insinuating. I'm not insinuating. Uh, uh, get get you know, put your nose on the table, as they oh. say. Never get high on your own supply. But I'm just saying, just more of, you know, seventy three yeah, million dollars. Enjoy some of the food the Yeah, we should have seen Franklin. Just quite frankly. You know, we should have seen him in Miami. We should have seen him in, in some other scenery aside from, you know, being there stuck in Compton. Well, no, you got to remember now, Franklin took that plane to a couple places. He took very neat. He said, hey, man, you want to just clear your head for a minute? Remember, they jumped in the plane, which right. I'm sure they don't, I'm sure they don't see that now. So you got to, you got to, you know, there's a few things they have done. They just didn't really, you know, Point it out. You know. Yeah, they ain't exploited the way the fifty cent right. does in power. Well, right. you know, ghost 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 indulged a lot. 
we got a chance to see ghosts indulging a lot if you follow that series. You seen Ghost go to Miami. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, and 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 you know, coming to the climactic part of this season finale. Oh, like you say, the cliffhangers. We get to the we get to the scene of, you know, Franklin having it out with Louie. Um uh, Bucky sneaks up on him. Could have ended him. You know, because right. now he he is security for he's security for uh, Louie at this point. Right. So I stand corrected. They never got back to his story whether he was going to rejoin the force, and apparently it looks like he never was able to rejoin the force. So I guess my guy is smoking crack ass now that butter right. at that man. At but the end remember, of the day, you said I'm gonna lose my job for what the man said. We find it in your system. You think? You know. So yeah. What what did Louis say to him? Ain't nothing over. Like I'm gonna pay you three, four no. times whatever you was making. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm like you finna you finna come work for me. Then remember she pushed the drugs away from. Him. So basically, like look, you gonna have to stay off this booger sugar and and do the thing you supposed to do, and I'm gonna take care of you. You not worry about nothing. No. True that. So, True that. But now we go. We, we, he, he he came there like, look, I need my money, and basically it looked like he was gonna do like a, I'm gonna go ahead and get high and shoot everybody up because it, it's over. I'm I'm gonna lose my kids. This and this gonna happen, and that's why she tells him like, look, ain't nothing over. You ain't gotta be in no desperate situation. It's what it is. Gonna relax. But basically, man, when Franklin lost that money, that bitch. That's what happened to Franklin, man. Franklin got desperate. Basically, Franklin became a jackboy. Franklin went from, you know, we had previously only seen him pull the trigger only a few times. Well, this episode, now nah, he like, look, we we finna jack, we finna pull some jack moves. We, we, we get down the laydown now. We paid him for. We finna yeah. get this money. Hell yeah, and that's what it. Was. So he went and got the team, man. He got the old heads, the girls. He oh. mounted up, and he came back against Louis. Struck him real hard, Louis and uh, and his uncle Jerome, and 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 hit them, and he got his paper up at the end of the day, you right. know. And but you know the vulnerability that Franklin showed in the show is, you know, kind of sort of what uh, Channing Crowder was talking about with Russell Wilson. That man ain't nothing without that money. Well, yeah. <laughs> he, can't, he can't even see another way. He's he like, no, nah, I ain't nothing without this money. And basically, like like you said, he couldn't take the loss. You know, he could, that was his way out, to be clean away from all of that. And basically, he dove right back in head first. It's like to, refer, to reference a lot of mafia movies. Just when I'm thinking about they pull me back in. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Now he got bodies on him at this point. He got legitimate bodies right now where they just going in, wrecking shop. And now with the black on black crime, this is this is what we're seeing in the violence, man. First, it's bad enough that you you know, you getting your whole community strung out on the dope. You know, whether it's voluntarily their choice or if they get hooked from just you know, just being curious uh, right. on their own. 
You got to remember, he gave them samples. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now you got the people hooked on the dope. You hooked on the money. You're addicted to the money. You stuck in the game. Now you're murderous at this point. You and the crew is by any means. So now you're so dark. You, you, you've jumped to the dark side of the game. <sighs> it's, hey, man, it's just like, you know, we've seen him come full circle. And uh, as he told his mama, you know, hey, you didn't do this. Right. Yeah, I'm not the person you know, but you didn't make me this way. And I'm glad that he 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 put it in that perspective. But it's troubling that he has to live in that light now going forward for the remainder of the series because I wanted to see him win, even though I know ultimately he would have never won. This is a this is a dead end business at the end of the day. I mean, you only can be good for so many seasons as the top dog or drug lord or kingpin, overlord, whatever you want to consider yourself in the underworld, it's not going to last forever. Very few people make it to the end where they can sit around and see everything that they created. You know, albeit their children, grandchildren, a long history, very, very few. You got to be very slick in that in that business of living in the underworld to be able to do so. And now we're seeing the dark side of Franklin. You know, is it going to be going forward, season six, whenever it comes back in 2023, is it going to be now I'm shooting, I'm on the run, I'm living like Avon Barksdale. You know, I'm living like, I'm living like a, a, a string of bell. We, you know what I mean? Every time we walk out the door, the chances of us getting our head blown off or a street rival shooting at us, is that all we're going to see throughout the season six? Well, basically, even if he want to settle with Jerome Louis, now you can't because you don't want to tell Kane, Louis the one that hit you. And we nah, you he, don't, he don't want to settle with them. I mean, for him, for him, no. he's like I said, we're seeing him at at the darkest side of him. So for him, he he going to use Kane and Kane's crew to wash his hands of Louie if they're able to pull it off. I mean, we, we're so far deep, and I was like, we down the rabbit hole right now. But right. it's like, hey, I don't want to kill him because I got too much closeness to her. So I'm going to let somebody else do the, do the work if they can get to her. Right. Yeah, and too, you gotta think just like just like his mama said at towards the end, we gotta fight fire with fire. Well, now nah, you ain't gotta just come after me. You gotta look out for Kane and his boys. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, now from the mama, well, we finna go get Teddy. We got a KGB, so we we finna let the KGB fight the CIA. So you heard what Oso told him? Like you not finna beat the government at Teddy all. Got the Teddy got the government behind. At but, all, man. At all. We're gonna see we're gonna see Teddy my bad. We're gonna see Teddy like, you know, we've seen uh others in other shows, you know what I'm saying? Like when it was when it was Denzel playing Frank Lucas, you right. know, who was there ultimately at the end. The same cop that was chasing him, man. Russell right. Russell Crowe. 
you know, and then it, it, it's uh, Cooper Sacks that's right. ever present on power. Like, you can't shake right. these motherfuckers at the end of the day. It's going to be one right. person that you right. think that you is it, it, going to find that bullet to the head, and they they never going to catch that bullet, man. They're going to always be on your heels as the gumshoe. Right, because people think, you know, it's always the the, the dope man or, or or that street guy. But what about when a government official get a, you know, getting a bandana? Come on, there's no, there's no end if they if they got a top if they got a uh, if they one of those top people. There's no limit to they, you know, to, to their resources to come after you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna keep coming after you till they feel like, okay, we we got what we need out of, or or to either kill your ass or, or put you in jail. They're gonna come after you. There's no end to that. Yeah, you got the streets. You got streets, man. You got streets beef. You got the law pursuing you, and then you got any unsuspecting Joe that's willing to 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 be the to be the next man. John Gotti became the Teflon Don by literally pulling off a hit and killing the head guy uh, that was in charge, and that's how he took over as the mafia head up in New York in real life. So. Right. Man, it's it's it, <laughs> bro. This is this is a bad dice game right here at the end of the day. Real bad dice game, but they all in. It's interesting, man. Like I said, we seen Javi die. Just recapping a little bit, Veronique out here trying to put in place to to to, to work with the situation. The mama tied up with the KGB. The KGB trying to get on the heels and 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 crank up and 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 make a play on. Uh, Teddy, Franklin, uh, whomever, whomever they got to at this point, uh, as, as, as far as their advancement, Leon trying to slip away out the door, you know, and ain't no peaches, man. We ain't seen that from him. We ain't Louis, <laughs> Louis and Jerome, they trying to move up to the top, and that's what that's and, and Teddy. I mean, Teddy is Teddy at the end of the day. You know, who what did he do? He screwed Franklin over. He screwed over uh Oso. Oso was his point guy, so and he was like, Yo, 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 I need you right now. Oso like, nah. So he oh, flipped yeah. script on Oso. Give me a few hours and he set him over D E eight. Yep. Yep. You see, yep. one thing that K G B got outsmarted Teddy. He got Teddy Olay. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. So we gonna see what Teddy willing to give up for us. Yeah, and it's gonna also be interesting to see how they roll Scully back into this thing uh, next year. Cause I mean, uh, he's a player in these streets, and to see who Veronique actually brings to life, as far as her, you know, trying to pull her her card and have her pull in it, but. I mean, ultimately, good episode, very good episode, man. The musical play behind them, like you said, they started playing Phil Collins in the heat of the night, kind of made it remnants of the Miami Vice times. Crockett and Tubbs, woo, sorry. Crockett and Tubbs, you know, that was a constant uh, of play in their show uh, on Miami Vice on NBC back in the days. 
with that music when things were about to go down, <laughs> and as it did, uh, sucks seeing Hobby go out that way, not even getting a fair fade. But the game ain't fair. It's never fair. Uh, you know, we got four dead bodies going into Louis establishments. And now the real question is, yo, are you really the baddest bitch out there? Are you about this life? Are you really ready to come at your nephew by way of marriage? Because he ain't playing no games. You know, he's yeah. sending the crew for you, and he ready for you, obviously, because we saw when the lady shot the guy and Franklin came around, he made sure he put the last bullet in the man, make sure he solidified things and he was dead. So Franklin is a bona fide killer. It's in the spirit. He planned for keeps. He won his money back. And I don't know if that's going to make him stick around in the game at this point, if he can get a, acquire a certain amount of wealth back from all of these robberies. Time will tell, man. Time will tell. Let's close this out, brother. What's your final remarks on the show? Well, I guess it. I guess the fault lines. It's a lot of lines, but you definitely. I I can see. I can see uh, Franklin helping Gustavo also out because he's gonna see that that Teddy, uh, you know, stabbed him in the back. So you're gonna have also versus DA versus Teddy. You should have. Franklin versus Teddy, Franklin versus Louis. You know, uh, you got to see what the hood gonna do now that that um, Leon is gone, or is he gonna stick around to help Franklin out? Um, you got a lot of chaos in the hood, man. We we'll have to see what they follow. Um, and then everybody's still gonna have to, you know, gonna have to find peaches got to see what's going to go on with that situation. Then you got uh, KGV versus CIA, man. You're going to see a lot of different things. Uh, reveal a lot of different things also that happened in the 80s. So you see them you see them make reference to uh, they made reference to uh, Panama you know, throughout most of the show. You see them make a reference to uh, Nicaragua. You know, we're going to do whatever the Nicaragua is, then the rest of that donation go to go to somebody who you left, man. So, you know, I see a lot of different things happen, these fault lines. You're going to see a lot of the aftermath of what happened after that. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to season six, man. It's going gonna to have to be a lot more action because, you know, you're definitely going to see a lot more death. Some of these main characters, Leon, uh, uh, Wanda, Franklin. I think we're going to see an appearance from Veronique's mom. Because like she said, we can trace this money. And you say, oh, man, I ain't got time. Like, Franklin want to resolve that, you know, right away because of what he put into it. But, you know, Veronique was trying to play the long game with that, too. So you're going to either see her mother or somebody related to her who they used to do the scamming and stuff with. True that, man. And that's that, y'all. Season five, as they say on the movie set. That's a wrap. Until next time, man, Coach T, we'll wrap on other shows. Thank you. Thank you tremendously for uh, being my co-host as we did the recap series this entire season for 
Uh, Snowfall, I appreciate it tremendously. Yes, sir. Season five, man. And uh, look out, y'all. Look out. They're going to have their trailers. They're going to make some moves. I'm understanding there's some change up in the in the writers. So it's a lot to be seen from this, this show. It's got to be big. Um, of course, they want to win some Emmy Awards as well. So uh, they they, they got to make some plays. They got to make some so, plays. We rolled out so for an hour. Yeah, man. So it's still going to be directed by John Singleton or is some different type people coming in? No, you know, Singleton did. Yeah, I know he passed away, but I figured his company, you know what I mean, whoever picked up the company uh, was, was directing what have you, you know. Oh, no, they they still under the, the, the direction of that, but I'm just saying some of the writers that have, have as I've been informed, they've, they've switched off already. They've let some people go, made some changes up in the writing situation. So a lot, a lot is to... Uh, yet to be seen at this point from what the writing's going to look like in season six as well as, uh, you know, new cast, man. You remember Maul Reed's on top of the building with that banging album that we never got a chance to fully hear. Uh, you know, he was in and out real quick on there, man, and not, not the whole job. So it's, like I said, it's bits and pieces that they couldn't give us all of it. They gave us a lot. Hell, we right. might even get a. We, I don't know. We might even get a snowfall movie, man. They might pull like a Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta, I think it's, you gotta remember. You gotta remember how the show closed, man. We got NWA up in there now. Yeah. yeah, I think it's riveting enough to, you know, transfer over to the big screen. They got enough fan base where I really think they'll do well, but um, in shows like this, just like The Sopranos, like I say last thing I'm going to say just but it's like the Sopranos you can never get enough power you nope. can never get enough at the end of the day people are going to want more so they'll never be fully satisfied with the way things ended and on that note we out peace, peace.